right, welcome to season five of Inside My Canoe Head. This is a Canadian podcast that's all about the integration of leading an incredible, awesome life, individual responsibility, individual emergency preparedness, and how do we navigate life's incredible, wild disruptions that we see among us. Sit back, grab a beverage, and enjoy the episodes. What a year, eh? 2022 is done today or maybe a couple of days in the past whenever you download this episode. Thank you very much for joining us today. My name is Jeff and I am the voice of Inside My Canoe Head. Today what we'd love to do is just go over the year. Let's have a look back. Let's talk about accomplishments for this podcast, world events, and what we personally have done. Because a lot of times we don't do that very well. So sit back, grab yourself your favorite beverage. Let's get at it. Twenty twenty two, what a year! Who knew that twenty twenty one would be upped by somebody saying, "Hold my beer," and here we are. Well, if you're listening to this podcast, you successfully made it through twenty twenty two, and I'm certain there are many times throughout this year that you didn't think that would be the end state. So, what we want to do today is go over a couple of things. We're going to go over some podcast topic overviews. We're going to go over some annual events historically what did happen by reflecting on what the episodes and what the content was all about talk about the growth and reach of the podcast a little bit about what i think are my most profound moments of 2022 and then talk about a few of my personal accomplishments because every once in a while we do have to sit around toot our own horns, pat ourselves in the back, look at that incredible person in the mirror and tell them you're freaking amazing. So this podcast started in April of 2020. If you remember that time frame, it is very shortly after the world came collapsing down around us. We had a new friend that dropped by causing all kinds of havoc. Governments had no clue what to do and were doing measures that today seem ridiculous, but at the time were completely and utterly justified by the total lack of information and knowledge. And there we were. So we started off the year in January with uh, what was really my longest episode. Well over an hour was on why Canada doesn't need a FEMA, my proposed solution. So this was the end episode of a four-part series because there's a lot of noise out there, especially in Canada, and I'm sure there is in many other countries, about creating this massive bureaucratic behemoth. I still ask the question to my American friends, please demonstrate that FEMA has actually, by its very existence, saved any lives. And it's very difficult to do that. I have yet to see, in all of my years in public policy, I have yet to see a significant problem facing humanity solved by adding bureaucracy and government programming and departments. Um, I haven't seen that be successful yet. Maybe this one will be different, but I I, I really think the massive uh, problems that are facing Canada when it comes to emergency management uh, have nothing to do with bureaucracy and certainly would not be solved by adding mo- far more tens of thousands of public servants and hundreds of millions of dollars of funding. We then went on to talk a lot about physical and mental security, uh, how long you should be ready for. And then Canada had a bit of event here in Ottawa. I called it the Big Rigs 2022. And for wherever you are in the world, 
we had a trucker convoy show up and however you feel about the trucker convoy, what they did, what they, uh, what they caused, the reasons for them being there, etc. It was a galvanizing moment in our society. It's, it, it was a presentation of how we divided people along lines and what, Basically, it set the precursor. It was it was the precursor for 2022, and how almost every single event that happened from that point forward in Canada was phrased by the media and in the discourse as an us versus them. You know, the truckers. They were going by all kinds of slang names, Freedom Convoy, whatever you want to call it. Everybody was about, are you for or against the truckers? They're a bunch of white supremacists and Nazis. But that doesn't make any sense because they brought along their children in bouncy castles and they had outdoor roasts and parties and dances. And so it really galvanized the country. But I mean, in, in the podcast, we really started to move on towards talking about the very specific things in preparedness that a lot of people are interested in food fitness uh water how you get that and then some uh some guy comes along in russia and decides to invade a neighboring country in february and all of a sudden my best downloaded episodes ever showed up were on preparedness considerations for war the implication of putin's war preparedness your life and the end of peace and how to plan for personal impact of low probability, high effect events. And then the last one on, on it was escape and evasion in Ukraine, how to plan and become informed. I'll come back to that in a little bit. But really then we, we return back to talking about OPSEC, animalistic requirements, uh, preparedness kits, why... And I think a really important discussion that I felt uh, was really necessary to have, but in, and it's funny how this works. It didn't actually receive a lot of attention. It didn't get very many downloads. And I, and sometimes you wonder about that. You'll put an episode together. It'll do fantastically well. And you're like, that was strange, but okay, fair enough. And then you'll come up with an idea and you'll think this is really informative. This is, this is an important part of the discussion. This is something that we need to understand the discourse that we're having or fail to have. And it goes nowhere. And this was my episode on positive versus normative, uh, thinking why emergency management struggles with reality and the positive versus normative debate happens around. We just don't frame it that way. It's the discussion between, you know, the world that you want and the world that you have. If you keep pounding the streets about the world you want and complaining that the world doesn't look like the way you want it to or how people should be treated. I really think that's a big issue that we have is that we have a lot of people that really talk a lot about um, how the world should be, you know, how capitalism should have evolved. And, and there's big picture things like capitalism, government programming, and everybody talks about how the world should look. You know, healthcare should be free, right? Healthcare should be free. There should be, everybody should have a family doctor, but nobody talks about the actual real barriers to that happening. They just magically wish them away and say everybody fails because they don't deliver what we should have. And then, you know, as we went through April and May, it's just a lot of conversation about government capacity, government communication, understanding your networks. Uh, on April 29th, we had our 100th episode. 
uh, talking about future plans, talking about critical infrastructure and its role, uh, preparedness in the state of the world, a few conversations about inflation supply chain. And this, I went through a small series in June and July to start talking about some issues that I thought were important and maybe not inherently and in, in, in easily relatable to the world of preparedness, but I think they're important topics in lives. And because I think this a key cornerstone of this podcast is about rocking an incredible life, right? Preparedness exists as a blanket that allows you to rock an incredible life, right? It gives you an insulating factor that allows you to chase your dreams, take the risks. It's just like that kid running across your backyard with the cape on, as soon as they're cape on and they're pretending to be their favorite superhero, they can do anything they want. And you envision that in your head. And that's what preparedness is supposed to do. That's what preparedness is designed to do. It's that cape you put around you that protects you from exogenous shock and facilitates your ability to navigate the world, get knocked over, stand back up because of high levels of resilience and carry forward because you're self-reliant. You are responsible for your outcomes. That's what preparedness does for you. So, I mean, as we went through the summer, uh, a lot of more conversations about healthcare, independent media, violence, my Lamborghini lifestyle, I had a lot of fun with. Um, that was an idea that came from one of my uh, one of my listeners who talked about living the high life and I'm like let's just tackle it it did all right wasn't wasn't one of the best episodes um and then we started talking a bit about the blanket of preparedness this is where I started introducing the idea and started talking about the four quadrants and start talking about uh, how to set goals in preparedness how to become a high value human uh, and then as we approach winter uh, there were a couple of events in Ukraine that started leaning the world towards the possibility of nuclear intervention. We addressed that in a couple of episodes, talked about how to prepare for the coming winter, talked about coffee because I love coffee and research, uh, ID theft of a good friend of mine who's now recovered from that, political turmoil that out there, and then a couple of episodes talking about the optimism for 2023, both from a personal preparedness side and from a business and goal setting idea. So that was our 2022 year in review on Inside My Canoe Head. It was a total of 68 episodes, uh, well over a dozen hours of download time. And so how did the how how does the podcast do? Uh, and I've always been open and honest on this uh on all the episodes to talk about. Uh, as of today, recording this, there are, are well over 5,700 downloads around the world. We are downloaded in 43 countries, 482 cities. The number one city is Halifax, Nova Scotia, with 7% of the downloads. The number two city is Nairobi, Kenya. So for all my listeners in Kenya, thank you very much. You are at number two with 5% of the downloads. And in the top 10, uh, the other notable city to round out is number seven is New York City. And the top five countries where uh, Inside My Canoe Head is downloaded, number one is Canada uh, with about 57%. And then the rest of them in the 20s and below, top five are the United States of America, Kenya, Germany, and the United Arab 
Emirates. So we're downloaded in all continents except for South America. And I say that because I had somebody once send me an email saying uh, a friend of theirs said they downloaded it while working at in Antarctica. So I have no idea if that's true. Obviously, there's no download data available for Antarctica. So I have no idea whether somebody's pulling my leg or I'll just take that one and say I was downloaded and listened to in Antarctica. Uh, South America, for some reason, you're 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 just not there. I don't know why. Uh, maybe someday somebody in South America will download a podcast episode and that day I will celebrate absolutely unequivocally. So I have to talk about my most profound moment of the year because I think these are important to reflect. The one that reminded me that what I do here matters and can make a difference in lives. So a very good friend of mine, somebody I have the utmost respect for, um, when the Ukrainian conflict broke out, began to do humanitarian work from where she lives in Germany into Ukraine. At the onset of the conflict and in the first several months of the conflict, her and her organization were doing daily trying not to do overnight runs and delivering um, assistance where they can throughout Western Ukraine. And she wanted some tips. And so I put together a couple of episodes about escape and evasion, how to operate in a conflict environment from the perspective of humanitarian organizations. So you're not an armed insurgent group that's moving about conducting ambush drills. You're a group of individuals doing great work uh, helping people who, by no fault of their own, are facing some pretty horrendous conditions. But you're doing it in a semi-permissive environment where you are open to the threat of harm. And so for that, I put together the best information that I could and put it in an episode. And the most profound moment is when I she sent me an email saying her and her team are sitting around a speaker listening to my podcast episode. That's when you know you make a difference in this world. When your information on your podcast, something you thoroughly enjoy, actually helps people on the ground delivering humanitarian aid in a combat conflict zone, that, that just gets you, you, you swing your legs out of bed in the morning. I, I couldn't be more happy that I would be able to help such an incredible human being. Uh, and, and someday maybe we'll, we'll get to break some bread together again and, and we can talk about uh, life's challenges and everything that we've been up to. But, but that was my most profound moment without a doubt with, with, without any hesitation. Um, yeah, yeah, there it is. But beyond that, we got to talk about personal accomplishments because, and I do this not because I just want to toot my own horn because heck it's my podcast. I can, but the point is, is that I think about rocking an incredible life. And when we achieve things in our preparedness goals, and I've put out an episode about how to set goals specifically for a prepared life and how to set your priority main effort goal and then move that forward. We need to, we need to celebrate accomplishments and, and each other's accomplishment. You remember life's not a competition. So when one of your friends nails something really important that they've been after, throw a freaking party for them, right? Throw a freaking party celebration. Get a bunch of people together. Have a banner made. Like, do something incredible for people who are achieving. 2022 was a challenging and difficult year, and it will be nothing compared to 2023 and 2024. If all predictions and 
the big thinkers are correct. And I, and I don't mean the conspiracy theorists. I mean the big thinkers who look at these through uh, analytical eyes. 2023 and 2024 are going to be significantly worse than this year. And with that optimism in line, we need to talk about accomplishments. And I'll give you a couple of mine. Uh, throughout my research that I conducted and the writing of my thesis in 2022, just reflecting on on about communities and how they function. So communities are both temporally, geographically, and spatially orientated. Uh, they move and ebb and flow with the times. But that social capital, those bonds between humans are how we got here and how society evolves, how society takes care of itself, and especially in an emergency preparedness world. I mean, listen, the state's not coming to help you. And I know there's wonderful people working in, in emergency management, but the state has so ridiculously low per capita capacity to help you that your success and ability to strongly push through disruptions is your own self-efficacy and your community ties, right? And reflecting on dozens of interviews with community leaders about how they do that and how their strength and bonds facilitate being successful, it's a pretty humbling experience when you realize how vibrant communities are and how little most of us understand that. Uh, on a personal note, I mean, I got to tell you the highlight of the year, I watched my son get married to his best friend. That's a pretty, pretty good, pretty good thing, right? In all of the chaos of the world that two young people could fall in love like that and, and literally never want to be apart and and just start their life journey like that that just gives you hope for humanity and i'm, I'm sure parents and siblings and, and friends who have watched uh people get married uh people who just simply belong together right i mean we come across that i i've been married for over 31 years uh to my best friend and i know what that's like and so because of that um it's just it's just epic to see it was it was a pretty epic thing uh and uh, my fitness challenge, if you follow me on uh, on TikTok and Instagram, didn't quite make it into my suit. Had to get another one, but uh, we're starting that again in the new year like everybody else. So that'll be a lot of fun. But for me, top accomplishment, finishing my PhD. Um, five years and three months on an academic journey, on a learning journey, to sit in front of a panel for three hours of five esteemed professors and be basically get a 10, I gave a 10 minute presentation and then we're grilled for the rest of the time in a question and answer period. And then to be told it's accepted with minor revisions and congratulations, Dr. D. It's a pretty big event, right? Put your mind to it, whatever you want to do. Life is a, life is an, an educational journey. Now, whether you learn through YouTube, you learn through reading books, you learn through experiences, or you learn by watching others, Life is a learning. You never stop learning. Never, ever stop pursuing knowledge. And there's a great old Stoic saying that says, uh, learn like you're going to live forever, but live like you're going to die today. And if you follow those adages, whatever exogenous shocks the world throws at you and life, Mr. Murphy, your faith or whatever, however you believe the world's organized, throws at you, 
you'll just you'll live an incredible life life and that's what we're trying to do here at inside my canoe head um so we look forward to season six so that is going to be launching and the first episode is coming out on the second of january which is two days from now season six is going to have a slightly different orientation nothing significantly different we're going to start bringing on at least twice a month professional interviews from practitioners in the preparedness space to start getting a more professionalized opinion on what people are actually doing out there. Uh, I've got the first uh, podcast interview scheduled for the first week of January. Invitations are out for other ones. We're waiting to hear back from folks. Um, And as well, we're going to start talking about more specific things that you can do, tangible ideas that will help you on your preparedness journey. So with that, we're going to end 2022 with a massive, huge, heartfelt thank you for all of you out there who have downloaded any one of my episodes. Uh, December 2022 has just passed as the most downloaded month, the most active month for Inside My Canoe Head. And when you look at the stats from April 2020, when this started, to now... There is a, you know, it goes up and downs over the month, but when you draw your linear trend line, it is on its way up. And I can only thank every one of you for that, the contributors, those who send me emails at jeff at preparednesslabs.ca, those who visit insidemycanoehead.ca and preparednesslabs.ca. They sign up for the newsletter. I sent out an apologetic one earlier this month because of everything else in life. I fell behind on those. Uh, Those are going to be far more regular and is scheduled in January. The uh, I will be writing a book that is coming out early in January or sorry, early in the new year. Uh, Lots of great things planned for next year. And I think that's but it's optimism is awesome, right? I have some wonderful goals, some great ideas, uh, wonderful people lined up. And it's all about delivering the simple idea that you are responsible for your outcomes. Wrap yourself in a blanket of preparedness. We tell you how to do that here at Inside My Canoe Head. And go rock an incredible life. Go chase your dreams. You may not be able to do everything you want to or be everything you can be because life just doesn't work that way. But you can freaking well try, right? Because the road to success is paved with failure and we do not celebrate failure enough, right? Seriously. Fail, fail often, but fail forward. So thanks again. Have yourself a great New Year's celebration. Let's welcome 2023, as they've already done in New Zealand, uh, as a wonderful, incredible opportunity. Sit back, join us on the journey. Let's make this the best year we can. Maybe you won't do everything, but you'll rock an incredible life wrapped and a blanket of preparedness. Take care, have a wobbly pop, and enjoy life.